A poem is a small machine made of words. William Carlos Williams. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks, exploring the poetry scene of Central Canada and beyond with Amanda Earl and A.M. Kozak. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks. I'm Amanda Earl. And I'm A.M. Kozak. And we also have a special guest with us today, Natalie Hanna. And Natalie is the admin director for Sawdust Reading Series, a member of uh, the ARC uh, editorial board, the ARC board, and runs Battle Axe Press, which is a small press here in Ottawa. Thank you for having me. Thank you for welcome, being here welcome, on this Natalie. extremely yeah. cold day. Yes, it's a cold day on Sunday. A cold day, and you know what? Maybe that's why we haven't been to lots of recent events. We've all been ill to certain degrees. Hiding. Hiding. Um, Cocooning, yeah. Well, you were, you were in Iceland. So. I was in Iceland, uh, not doing literary. I did a lot of writing. Um, oh, really? And a lot of okay. driving, but uh, not event attending, not literary event attending anyway. Interesting, though. Did you like Iceland? Did you? I loved, I love traveling. I think whenever you have the opportunity to travel, even if it's within Canada or wherever, it's just a whole wealth of new experiences that you're encountering that, that makes, that lets you grow as a person. So, did you have any new experience that you can talk about that helped you to grow or is it? Is it... Well, I saw the Northern Lights oh, yeah. and I um, was able to drive around an entire new like physical environment where it just looks different and you're immersed in this different culture and people there are just the culture slightly different they go out till five six in the morning and then the weekends instead yeah. of you know two or one or two a.m here and it's just a different atmosphere you know when you, when you say that you were writing you're doing a lot of writing there were mm -hmm. you writing your experiences while, while there or you were, were working on other projects well i kind mm -hmm. of um i can't really detach very well um the things that i'm experiencing with with my writing so necessary in necessity for me wherever i am is influencing where i'm writing so it's hard for me to to to, to separate that so it was kind of like pseudo reflections or pseudo inspire inspirations by the environment that i'm in experiences that i'm having when i'm when i'm traveling iceland has a big uh, literary festival too i don't know mm -hmm. when exactly it is in the year but it's, it's supposed to be quite an amazing festival they have workshops with all kinds of great writers uh, so uh, it's it's something if, if but, i wasn't petrified of flying i'd love to go that to. doesn't surprise me because one in ten icelandic people um publish a book one in ten. Yeah, one in ten. What competition? Ooh, and I but think it's great that they get that many. Yeah, <laughs> and I think they have like the out of any country in the world, like they read the most or have the most books. It's yeah, uh, yeah facts you learn about Iceland. They're bookish. It's, so yeah. were there bookstores and things? Tons, tons yeah. of used bookstores, tons Ooh. of non-used bookstores. Yeah, a lot of the work was in Icelandic, so I didn't figure it was <laughs> worth picking up anything. But uh, it was, yeah, it was. Surprisingly, did you very, learn any Icelandic? Do you have I, any words I, I learned how to read the word for licorice because they have licorice and all the like a lot of the chocolate there, yeah. and I wanted to avoid it. So <laughs> yeah. I quickly learned a, a gas station employee taught me the um, this is what licorice means, and so I avoid I, that. And my, my ex husband is from Manitoba, and his, his, his family has a cottage in Gimli, which is the highest population of Icelandic people outside of Iceland. Oh, interesting. They have an Icelandic festival called Islanda Geta Gern, which I've been to. Lots of heavy metal music and fish. They do like fish. heavy metal music. They yeah, yeah. Odd. So that was an interesting experience. <laughs> If you have the heavy metal music and the smoke fish at the same time, you have a hallucinogenic experience. 
or uh, why, why don't we transition that into uh, the events here that we may have attended. Okay. I'll jump ahead first with one event that was not necessarily a literary event that I went to, but I did go to the Art House Cafe's opening oh, just to kind of mm-hmm. check it out as a space. Um, and it's it's in this neighborhood in Centertown. Yeah, another... I just I went there too. Actually. Yeah. Not the opening, but I went to the cafe. And they had they had some local artists on the wall, which was cool. I was I thought it'd be a bigger space to be honest. Yeah, there wasn't much seating. It's like little little rooms. It's like an old house, so it has yeah. a lot of small rooms. It's a lot like the Daily Grind, actually. It is. It has a real Daily Grind esque. Which makes sense because it's a block away from where the old Daily Grind was. Yeah, and it was also an old old. House house. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the cannoli are good. I, I recommend. And they say they're going to have events there, so I'm curious to see how that works. I would potentially like to have events there in the future. They had a, a music jam there oh, last okay. week or something. I saw pictures on Facebook. That's that's been my, the extent of my event going lately. Okay, well, yeah. So that exists and potentially something to check out in the future. And all three of us were at the Sawdust event they on were. the 15th. It was a lot of fun. With Doug Dumay and uh, George Elliott Clark. It was very, it was packed. It was was packed. packed. And uh, Doug was, uh, you know, I've only heard him read a few times and he did a really good set. Such a wonderful set. It was so nice to see him have that at that time. He he was, it was a good set. It had variety. There was uh, all kinds of different, there was some humor. There was a lot of, uh, it was quite mesmerizing, I thought. I was impressed. Mm -hmm. And then I liked, I really loved hearing Liam accompanying uh, George Elliott Clark. Liam Burke played guitar. I didn't even know he played. And he was, he was amazing. He was amazing. So I clearly don't stay out late enough usually. (laughs) Well, that was a that was a, a special accompaniment. He usually doesn't bring the guitar with him, but no. uh, it, we uh, we were just entranced by that combination. We it was a great it idea. So much, it know. was a great idea, especially because um, when you have a, a, like a, a, at one point George was doing at the beginning a long listy poem. Yes. It can be really hard to engage an audience with a poem like that. So it was good that mm. they had. Um, I think it was a good idea, and if people were people enjoyed it. And I just came in at the tail end of the workshop, and it seemed like the workshop was going quite well too. Yeah. Well attended. The workshop did. Yes, I yeah, I enjoyed the workshop. Uh, I was uh, there for the whole of yeah. it, and uh, I'm still using the exercises that mm. we learned as a, as a generative process now. Good stuff. How did you find the rest of the event and the readings, Natalie? I uh, always have a good time, but I'm biased, as you know. Because yes. Well, let's hear the bias. I'm one of the team. I'm the admin director there. Um, I, I really, uh, not, not that people don't always bring their A-game when they mm. come to read at the open mic, uh, but uh, I enjoyed the excitement in the room uh, for, for this reading in particular. I had such a beautiful time. Yeah, yeah it was fun. It was fun. All right. Um, so there's a few events that I did not make it to that um, in Ottawa that, and one in, in, in Toronto I'll mention too, that, that sounded like I should have made it to. The, their Verse Fest had a volunteer appreciation night mm-hmm. at Bar Robo. It sounded like a lot of fun. Jeff Blackbone was reading and uh, Jocelyn Delia Smith yeah. read for the first time in a, in a while. I've actually never even seen her read before, so I'm, I was upset to miss that. But It's been years since I've seen her read, actually. At that old inwards, when she was, when they were, you know, mm-hmm. that time when they were mm-hmm. Jeff and... Yeah, so that uh, that happened. Avonlea performed at Blue Mondays on the twenty eighth um, of February. Yeah, um, haven't been to Blue Mondays in a while uh, because I've had to get up early on Wednesdays, and they're they're always they so late. They're always so late. Yeah, it's eight thirty. Not too too bad, but yeah. uh, a little late. Out too near um sand in the Sandy Hill. So right. Yes. And then there was the factory reading series. Um, they had a launch. Frog Hollow Press yes. readers, right? Yes, they did. So Chris Johnson read, mm-hmm. and also uh, he don't have a, he didn't have a book with Frog Hollow. I didn't. I don't think anyway. But Patrick O'Reilly 
um, who is, I think he's interning now for Valum. He's um, on the, a massive contributor for Numero Sank, and he's from out, out east. And I, I wanted to see him read. He moved, moved recently to Montreal, but um, I, I didn't go. We've all had, well, <laughs> I, both Aaron and I have, have been have been sick with this cold flu, yeah, whatever it, it is. So uh, I didn't attend anything else. So. I've been uh, sidelined since mid-February myself, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. All health issues here. And the only other thing I was going to mention was uh, in Toronto, Words on Stages had uh, the parenthetical issue 18 launch yeah. with Jessica Bebenick mm -hmm. at Knife Fork Book in, in Toronto, which is a venue I keep hearing about more and more lately. It sounds like they're having more literary events yeah, there and workshops and all yeah, kinds of things and i hadn't heard of it i hadn't really noticed it at all until a couple of months ago i must say and then it seems to be everywhere now it's in yeah, kensington it's, market i believe it's right in, it's inside a cafe okay so yeah i've not i haven't been there yet myself they have a, a great selection of chapbooks mm. oh really yeah so. i'll have to make sure i go there next time i'm in That's toronto it. then do you have anything on your wish list for? Uh... Well, I have I have a perpetually recurring item on my wish list, <laughs> which is Robin Richardson's unsympathetic poetry yeah. workshops in Toronto. If yeah. I can ever get myself out there when she's uh, when she's holding one, I'd love to do that. That's it. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that at a previous one. She has yeah. a, a, an interesting uh, description, which I think was linked in a previous episode mm -hmm. about uh, sort of the goal of the workshop, and it's basically to write. In a way that you're not trying to be popular, you're not yes. trying to gain approval. Because I find that's true. Like it's a little bit of writing. It's like, oh, if I use this, you know, how will people react? And you got to take that away. Like, like what you say, you write for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I would like to go to that one too sometime if I was ever in Toronto when it, when it was happening and there was space. To. It gets booked up fast, so yes, you have yeah, to. it's not it's not a huge uh, group there, that's it. but uh, and those spaces are much coveted. And fill up fast. We should uh, we should make a trip. That's of it. it. Or maybe yeah. we, we can convince Robin to come to Ottawa sometime and do mm -hmm. one here. That would maybe she could do a tree workshop. That would be that would yeah. be good. Um, yeah. So anyway, I have I have one that's uh, going on right now in uh, Vancouver is the Growing Room, a feminist literary festival taking place. Um, there's lots of interesting. Uh, there have been lots of interesting talks and uh, and uh, readings. Uh, there's was a panel discussion no way out but through writing about trauma mm. with christine lowther evelyn lau and sonnet LeBay. Uh, another one literary gatekeepers and accountability with carly baker megan bell carla comanda kyla jameson vicky johnstone and the moderator was dina del Bucchia. um fun, funny feminists so with, with dina del Bucchia. that sounds fun actually lorna mm -hmm. crozier doretta lau elizabeth bashinsky benny xiao so that would be fun the prose poem a workshop with jen karen uh, Curran, sorry, and then uh, writing white questioning privilege with Barbara Finley. I would be really interested in taking that. Myths and legends are re uh, reading with Ali Blythe, who's coming to Verse Fest yep. right, for your yep. yes for uh, yep. Aislinn Hunter, Hiromi Goto, Jennifer Zilm, Rachel Hartman. So um, and I almost because I have on my agenda, I have Aaron and Natalie. I have you attending Growing Room of Feminist. <laughs> so there you go. That's part of my wish list is that you guys were at that. Well, uh, it's not, there's a lot of uh, cool authors there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and that's only a tip of the iceberg actually too. So. Dina Del you mentioned um, yeah. who I believe still runs a podcast, correct? Uh, yes, they, uh, with uh, Daniel Zamparelli, yeah. which I haven't, I still haven't listened to. Can't lit, I think it's called. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, right. And uh, she had this amazing poem I read like six or seven years ago in in Event Magazine that I always I always keep remembering and always always wanted to, I've always wanted to meet her because of that because of that poem maybe one day. Yeah. Well, she should come to Ottawa hopefully. Yeah, well, I'm in Vancouver in May, so maybe I'll I'll set something up. Okay. Any other events wish list items? No. All right. Shall we uh, consider that? Uh... Yeah. That that's it.
Okay, so there's a lot of upcoming events. Um, the the most notable thing probably in Ottawa poetry for the year is Verse Fest, which we'll talk at length, I'm sure, about. But first, we'll start uh, we'll start in order. And there's a couple events coming up on March uh, four, a few events on March 14th. The first one I wanted to mention is not a poetry event, but uh, Poet is speaking, uh, Brandon Wint on masculinity, disability, and sexuality um, at uh, uh, Carleton. And I actually ran into Brandon uh, at Bridgehead yesterday and, and chatted with him a bit. He's in town until until Verse Fest uh, oh, next week, where he'll, where he'll be performing. It's also Pi Day. It on is March also 14th. Pi Day. That's important. You should get your pie. <laughs> That's true. And uh, there's another event you want to mention. The tree reading series in Ottawa. Stephen Brockwell is giving a workshop on a, a topic we don't know about yet, but it will be announced, I guess, soon. And then he will read along with Sarah Bourgogne. Yes, and uh, there's also another event on the 14th, is right, at Press? Yeah. That's the Carleton University Spring Extravaganza of Literary and Dramatic Arts. I believe they're going to have some award announcements, and I'm sure there will be many interesting and charming people reading at that event. There there might be. All um, right. You want, you want to continue on, on our list here? In Toronto, uh, on also on March 14th, the Bone Shaker Reading Series run by Lillian Nekakov, uh, is uh, has con- uh, Conchetta Principe and Sor- Soraya Pirbe. And you have a, there's a reading on March 16th in Windsor. Windsor has a launch of a chapbook called Radish by the University of Windsor Creative Writing 498 class of 2016 at Biblioasis. I almost read at Biblioasis uh, at the beginning of, of March, but I was too sick to go. So oh, I, missed, no. I missed that reading, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And then and then out of order, wrong date, March 13th, um, uh, there's the uh, Lecture Cola readings, avant-garde poet novelist Kay K. Kilo and literary laureates Olive Senior and Joel Desrosiers at Union Hall on Notre Dame. So that's happening in Montreal. And then in Waterloo on the 16th, there's something called the Balderdash Reading Series yeah. of Phoebe Wang and Diwali Islam are reading. Yeah, and it's, it's at a, an art gallery with Robert Lang and Art Gallery at Wilfrid Laurier. So, yeah, it's a new series. It's that's a new series. Okay. Part cool. of Wilfrid Laurier. Yes. Cool. And then uh, there's on the 18th, there in Toronto, there's the Echolocation. Uh, launch and that's a magazine run out of is it I think it's York University. No, it's U, U of T's U of T? graduate English students oh, okay. apparently. I had to look it up too because I thought it was York as well. So I'm oh, really? surprised by that as well. Yeah. Maybe it used to be York. Who knows? Hmm. Question. Yeah. Then after that we have Oakville has at the Oakville Literary Cafe March event at the Joshua Creek Heritage Arts Center with Marsha Barber. Also on the 19th in Ottawa is something called Iliac. This has been going on for a while, but I was just um, made aware of it. It's an open stage for eroticism to explore sensuality and all its different sides through music, poetry, burlesque, dance, comedy, short films, and art performances. So that sounds interesting, and it's happening on March 19th. I believe it's happening at the avant-garde, but uh, I'll double-check that. Okay, and there's um, another, there's one on the 20th. There's a bunch of things on the 20th. Yeah, on the 20th. Toronto is hopping on the 20th for mm-hmm. some reason. There's like three events. There's a, the Monarch Tavern. There's an evening with Al and Leonard, which is um, Al Purdy and Leonard Cohen, with Doug Paisley, Max Layton, Damien Rogers, and Phoebe Wang. So that's taking place. Then mm-hmm. on March 20th, one of our favorites, Lisa Robertson, yep. is, is at uh, Knife Fork Book. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, hosted and, by uh, Coach House. Yeah, and then on the 20th also is the common readings at the Bell Jar Cafe, which is Susanna Darowitz, uh, Julie Manel, and Adebe Durango Adem. So that's another. And yeah. so the so the common readings is a monthly neighborhood reading series by Candlelight, the third Monday of each month, hosted by Daniel Renton, mostly at the Bell Jar. So that sounds Yeah, and that sounds like a, a good reading. I, I like Susanna's and, and Julie's work yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm not familiar with the third reader at this point, but... Perhaps in the future I will be. And there's another thing on the 20th in Toronto, the Facilitate Reading Series with... Um, Joseph Ianni? Yeah, no, he's hosting, but the, yeah. um, the performer is Jessalefa Azorbo. I think I was, I'm going to guess is how, is how we pronounce it. Um, so that is always a, a, fun, a fun event. And then the 21st. 21st in Montreal, there's the Headlight 2020 launch at Temps Libre in Mile End. Fawn Parker, Madeleine Curtis Longman, Jessica Bebenek, Denise Marquez, Leto, Nicola Siptorp. Okay, that's a good lineup. Fawn Parker is one of the editors of Bad News, which is a new magazine based out of Montreal. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Also in Montreal on the 21st is the Visual Arts Centre Coracle Press Chapbook Launch and Readings. Uh, so there's a, a, a launch party celebrating two new chapbooks, Carolyn Zonaglio's The Tall Girl and Other Poems, and Mark Disclafani's Vultures Readings with readings by Deanna Radford, Iona Martonfi, Tom Abre, Gloria Macker, Jesse Anger, Susie Lovelli, Lo Lovell, sorry, Zav Levinson, and music by Armadillo. So another thing happening on March 21st is in Toronto, the Shab Esher uh, Poetry Night. It's Nauru's celebration, having a church of St. Stephen's featuring poets Nassim Asgari and Luciano Icabelli with uh, music by Radwin Al-Talab and Hafsin um, Al-Mostofian. And the host is Banu Zan, who I think is also coming to Ottawa for Prose in the Park. So that's, okay. And then, of course, from March 21st to 26th, we have... Verse Fest. Fest, which is a, a week-long uh, uh, poetry adventure festival that happens every year. Yep, some of the events uh, include the 21st Urban Legends is uh, sponsoring Carlos Andres Gomez. Uh, Urban Legends is a spoken word series here in Ottawa. On the 22nd, Tree is sponsoring Christian Mallet, Madher Anand, and Bill Bissett. Um, should be exciting. I've seen Bill Bissett perform before. It was one of the most memorable performances I've seen. Um, starts off with this chant. I'm not sure if he still does it or not, but it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. On the 23rd, um, what's the 23rd? Oh, the 23rd. Oh, that's mine. That's so, <laughs> so the 23rd, Inwards is sponsoring Kayla Zaga. He's also Ali Blythe, um, from the West, both from the West Coast. And we're partnering with Blue Mondays for the for the night, and they're sponsoring Alicia de Césaire. And we're launching 30 Under 30, the anthology of Canadian millennial poets. We're very excited to launch there. Um, copies will be there for sale. Um, hopefully Kayla will sign some if you would like her to. And yeah, starts at that, that event starts at 9, but there's earlier events that day as well. And also on the 23rd, um, you wanted to mention the Atwater Poetry Project. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's the Atwater Poetry Project. Um, in Montreal. In Montreal. Kelly, Nora, Drucker, and Carolyn Van Der Meer at the Atwater Library and Computer Center. And also in Montreal that same day, not that we would want to suggest people going to things other than Verse Fest if they're <laughs> in Ottawa, but uh, I, I think it's a very exciting lineup. Uh, Chess Pato and Stephen Collis with Aaron Moray at Library Drawn and Quarterly. 
um, three writers who I yeah, who I quite like. and they'll they'll be Aaron Murray and, and Chuspato are going to be in Ottawa as part of Verse Fest too on the weekend. And Stephen Calls I think is going to be at Verse Fest. No, right. Two, I think he's opening. I think so. I, I can't remember now. I don't have the calendar in yeah, front of me. Yeah, but I remember seeing unless it changed and the last time I saw it, I believe he'll be here as well. Yeah, good. So the Verse Fest has American, Czech, Canadian, Danish, French, Indigenous, Irish, and Galician poets. That's a pretty amazing uh, uh, round the world in poetry. Mm -hmm. So it should be fun. And you have something here in Lanark County. On yeah, the 24th. Mar March twenty fourth uh, is the uh, Lanark County have they have a slam every <laughs> every month. So that's their slam spoken cool. word event. And I'll mention a couple more Verse Fest events uh, in, in the order of dates. So March 24th, Plan 99 at Verse Fest is featuring Lois Serrani and uh, Sharon McCartney and Gregory Schofield. And on the 25th, Factory is featuring Faisal Dean and Marilyn Irwin. Yeah, they do talks. Like it's not a, a reading per se. It's a, they're going to oh, do it lectures that. actually. We, yeah, it's quite Oh, fun. yeah, yeah. Two talks per, and readings, it says. Two talks oh, okay, and readings. Oh, okay. So and readings. Okay. Yeah, so there'll be both. And then there's also Fire and Ice on the 25th. Um, we'll be at Verse Fest. And uh, there's um, spoken word performers such as uh, another co-editor of Inward's Bra Arar and uh, a handful of other, other spoken word artists. And there's, oh, and there's, on the 25th, there's a joint event with um, Auto International Writers Festival, the one we, we just mentioned, Aaron Moore and Chess Pato. Uh, are, are going to be at Verse Fest, and there's also going to be Patrick Friesen and Ulrika Journeys at that event as well. And those are all the ones that I have. Um, um, oh, and uh, Sawdust, we should mention too, at Verse Fest on the 26th, yep. are hosting uh, Stephen Hyten, who won the Governor General's Award for Poetry last year, yeah. in addition to Louis Bertholum. And. In the daytime, too, Sandra Ridley is reading with Mark Fruitkin and a couple of other poets. There's also a Caddo event, like Saturday and Sunday in the daytime. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of stuff, stuff going on, too. Lisa Robertson's going to be on that, I think, yes, Sunday. Yes, yes. So, yeah, all kinds of, if you, and there was, there's one event that's happening really late at night, one of the early nights, Rhizome. I think it's, uh, I think it's one of the French events and it's, it doesn't start till 1030 at live at Elgin. So I've already written it off my right, list, right, but right. for people who are actually awake on a, you know, weeknight at that hour, I'm sure it's, it sounds like it's going to be exciting. So. Yeah. And you can find the full schedule at versefest.ca yep. if you want to look at, um, plan your, plan your week accordingly. Get uh, a whole pass for $60. It's not that expensive. And, and free for Carleton students. Well, Bring your student card and uh, get in for free. All right. So after the festival, and for people who are not in, are not going to be in Ottawa, March 26th, Toronto, the Death Cookie Soup Number Eight, the last yeah. Sunday at at May, will happen. And they didn't list the uh, readers or anything yet, but uh, they they have a Facebook event for that. There's gonna be music there as well. Yes. March 27th, McClelland and Stewart is having a poetry launch. Uh, Rue Borson's Cardinal in the Eastern White Cedar, Asia, Sasha, Sasha John's I Have to Live, and Susanna Scholler's Thing Is, and Phoebe Wang's admission requirements are being launched that day. And that'll be in Toronto. Yeah. And also in Toronto, uh, Type Books is uh, hosting Emily Schultz and Grace O'Connell. Um, is that the same day? 26th? Yeah, that's the 27th. 27th. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything before the 29th? 
I do not have anything before so, the 29th. Uh, 29th in Toronto, readings, feelings from the contributors of You Care Too Much, a collection of writing and art on the question of self-care. They're mm -hmm. hosting Inuit writer and designer Adina Terlik Duffy, uh, who's from Coral Harbor, Nunavut, and longtime community organizer Jessica Hepburn from Lunenburg, Nova Scotia, as well as locals Brooke Manning, who, who's the owner of Likely General, who I've met because I, I read there in February, and Sophia Mostagini, past curator of the Emerging Writer Reading Series. So... Mm -hmm. um, the readings will be as diverse as their authors, ranging from creative nonfiction to poetry to short, short fiction. It's going to take place at the Steady Cafe. There's an anthology that you can get as well. So uh, called Without Pretend. Hmm. Oh, no, the we, Without Pretend is the anthology, is the, are the publishers of the anthology. So uh, there's that. Also on March 29th in Toronto, I'm reading at something called Poetry Now, Battle of the Bards, in which oh, okay. 20 poets compete for a spot at the International Festival of Authors in the fall. So there's like 20 of us, uh, some uh, more like with just one book and some very experienced writers like Stuart Ross. So it'll be a, it'll be I, a strange. I've heard of that before. Interesting. Yeah, I, I've, I sort of tried to get in it a few years in a row and I'm finally, I finally caught it on so I'm, I'm going and I'm gonna I'm gonna have an enchanting did have, time did you have to apply or do they solicit you uh, you have to you have to what happens is they um, your publisher has to apply on your behalf I see. you um, they draw um, they draw names and if you're available you uh, you come to so they draw 20 names and uh, that's how it works they don't pay for transportation stuff but there's an honorarium and you get dinner so cool. it seems like a kind of a cool thing to do yeah but on the same night I will I will be sad to miss uh, the inwards yeah, yeah so on the same night on March 29th 8 30. We're launching, we're doing like a double launch. We're, we're Since we're launching 30 Under 30 at First Fest and not in our usual location, we're going to do a relaunch of it at the Clock Tower at our, at our usual reading series. And we're also going to be launching our uh, the digital dating issue that we had been working on prior. Um, it's called Lorem Ipsum, which is... Um, if you ever have done any sort of um, design, yeah, work, yeah. it's it's placeholder text, and there's a if we if you talk to one of the other editors, they'll give you a whole spiel about the right. relevance of that, and that I won't uh, that I I can't quite comment on as as insightfully as, as they can, <laughs> but uh, it should be fun. Double launch. We're having Jessica Bebenick from Montreal is going to be featuring as well as Ian Martin from here in Ottawa, and they're both in the 30 Under 30 anthology. Great. And we're also going to have some um, quick performances by people in the Lorem Ipsum issue. But not me. <laughs> nope. And then uh, music by Dana Carly Andrews, and we're going to have a visual or um, a live painting by Priya Guranani. Sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope so. Next thing I have is March 30th in Peterborough. There's a poetry and music series 2 hosted by Sean Conway at the Garnet. It's Pat Walsh, Mary Kate Edwards, and Justin Million, formerly of Ottawa. Mm -hmm. And finally, on the 30th, I have a speakeasy reading series at The Steady. Owain Nicholson, Anna Rodriguez, Makado, and Shane Nielsen, Jovita Bidlowska. So that's that's all I have for... for I, got a, I got a few more. All on right. the 31st, um, something called the Community Engaged Art Symposium. I think it's put on by the... It's hosted by Art Place, and it's... Um, yeah, and I think that may be sponsored by the City of Ottawa. Anyways, it's about developing community-engaged arts projects, which is and there's a panel roundtable discussion, um, which is um, kind of in my in my area. I do community organizing and arts and social work type stuff, so it sounds quite interesting to me. Um, so you can look up more details um, on that if you're interested. And there's also on the 31st, uh, Metatron is doing a reading and live stream at Knife and Fork book in in toronto so it's i think it's um capacity is limited at that venue so they're doing a live stream of the event so if you're not able to make it you can watch it online and they have a 
many readers, um, including Sarah Sutherland, Jay Ritchie, Ashley Offheim, and Adam Zachary, and, and a handful more. They, the Metatron events, they tend to have, I think, quite a few readers who read for shorter periods of time. Um, also on the first at Knife and Fork, Valum is, yeah, there's so many events at Knife and Fork. Yeah, really. Valum's, they've really become the, the venue. It wrong. seems like it. Uh, Valum is having an event, um, and they are featuring, it looks like, Katrina Wright um, and a few others. And I'm guessing it's a launch that they're having there. Um, a showcase for poets who have been published in the Valum Chapbook series. And then lastly, I have on April 2nd, because that'll be before we record again, uh, a magazine I've recently become aware of, Peach Magazine, based out of Buffalo's having um, having a launch in, in Buffalo. And that's all I got. All right. I guess that's it for March. It's going to be a very busy month, so uh, stay healthy and uh, attend uh, all of these events. And we'll see you at one of them soon. So let's talk about uh, current reads. What have you been reading recently? So I did manage to read an entire poetry book while I was away in Iceland. <laughs> I read White Piano by Nicole Broussard. Um, there was one day where there was such a big windstorm that we couldn't travel and we were stuck in a farmhouse. So I was like, oh, this is a perfect day to read a book. So I read the book. Um, I don't have tons to say about it because it's been a little while since I've read an entire poetry book and, and thought about it critically and analytically. But I will say about Nicole Broussard in general, I, I love her style, like her 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 lines. I don't, maybe some of this part of it's the language play, but I just I find it moving. I love her work too. Like, and the thing is too, like it's, it's uh, translated from French by mm. uh, also often by poets like Angela Carr or Aaron Moray and other right. people. So, but it's um, yeah, I I love her imagery. She's got a sensuousness, also, mm -hmm. um, yeah, very strong poems of the body. I would, I would put her along with uh, Nathaniel as two of my favorite uh, sort yeah. of French uh, write, writers writing. She's consistent too. Like yeah. almost everything I read by her, I I enjoy. It remind me a bit of Phyllis Webb. Um, yeah, minimalistic, know. right? Exactly, minimalistic with the short the short lines that were very vivid images. More language play maybe than Phyllis Webb, um, but yeah, some similarities. Interesting. So was it was it a series of uh, individual poems, or were there long? Was it a long poem? There was a few sections. Sweets? There was a few sections with some of, some of which had sweets. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Mm -hmm. And I've you? Been, I've been reading. Um, I'm continuing along my Lisa Robertson uh, sort of ahead of the festival right. uh, read reread. I I uh, got uh, three summers and I, I just read Cinema of the Present last month. So three summers is um, uh, a book which is published by Coach House last year, I guess, and it's um, it has eleven sections, or sort of long poems in each section, I guess, and it's yeah, it's 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 quite fascinating. It's um, continues some of the sort of um, and talking about the body and uh, uh, time and the self. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really interesting. There's so much in it. One of the things that fascinates me about Lisa Robertson is her engagement with art. I always mm -hmm. feel like she's writing um, almost as if she's creating imaginary art installations with her work sometimes. Oh, so I feel, I feel like I, I want to, I would love to talk to her about, about art. I know she has a background with uh, yep. involved in art. And of course there's the seven walks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, she'll be here soon enough. So maybe there'll be a chance there. Yeah, that would be nice. So I'm, I'm continuing to read that. I'm, I'm trying to read, um, I'm doing a reading diary about it. So, um, but uh, I'm, I've been writing about three summers and it's so long at this point, I'm going to have to do some editing because I'm not even finished and it's, uh, 
it's really, uh, but it's it's a, a great book. Another one of hers that I, I'm really enjoying. I have a tendency with poetry to not read a whole book through. I'll read mm -hmm. bits and pieces and I'll come back to it. So I've been trying with, with Lisa Robertson's work to actually go through and just carefully read through everything. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. All right. That's it for, uh, for current reads for me and... All right. Yeah. Sounds good to me. How about we move on to talking about uh, there's a new podcast I see. Yeah, I, I discovered this podcast by Emily Isaac called New Recruits. So uh, in it, Emily invites poetry noobs, people who don't typically read poetry, to read a poem by a contemporary poet and answer some questions about it. So, for instance, she um, she asked a friend, Devorah Joseph, to read Christine McNair's poem, The State We're In, from Conflict. And you can mm -hmm. go, I'll put the link up, but it's, it's the questions she asks are interesting and the responses are interesting too, like uh, the what people get out of it, who people who don't necessarily spend a lot of their time reading poetry or don't have a big background. It's a great idea for a, for a series. So that's that was that was the podcast. Oh, the other thing I want to mention is um, I was listening to a CBC show, which is a compilation of podcasts one mm -hmm. afternoon, and they mentioned a podcast by the... These uh, women who uh, were, uh, it was called something to do with the kitchen, but they mentioned that Emily Dickinson, uh, she was also someone who liked to bake cakes. Mm. So, and they included in the podcast her recipe for black cake. So that was okay. quite fascinating. I was really interested in, I don't know much about Emily Dickinson and I didn't realize she was, she's kind of a rebellious, feisty uh, woman yeah. of her time. So mm -hmm. I'd probably go back and revisit Emily Dickinson sometimes after, cool. and I'd like to eat some of that black cake. So maybe not hers now, but you know, maybe a later version of it so that's all i have for podcasts and there's a new review site um i, I think it's new anyway yeah it's fairly by new. um claire duplessis uh, a writer that i really like from montreal and aaron boothby yeah so they've had the, it's called debutante and it's a review site for debut poetry collections it's focusing on focusing on work from canada and there have been two reviews so far remembered symmetries uh, one of remembered symmetries by ellie Kralji Gardner and Adele Barclays, if I were a cage, I'd reach out for you. So I'll put up the link for that one as well. Cool. So that's it for, that's all the news. I don't think there's a lot of news right at the moment in the poetry world, but we're coming out of our cold thaw. So. That's true. And then the, the, I think the big news is just the poetry festival that's, that's coming up. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And our last uh, section here is calls and contests that are coming up. And uh, why don't you go for the first one, Amanda? All right. Um, I, uh, now, this is too late. I don't know why I have that one. So let's let's move on to that. I have one for February 6th, but I think that's over now. <laughs> so I might as well not talk about that. Probably one should jump all the way to um, March 31st. Yeah, let's, let's do that. I, 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 apparently I have some left over from the March 31st, Dr. William Henry Drummond Poetry Contest. I'll put up the rules for that. It's deadline March 31st. And also on the March 31st, there's a couple other deadlines. Mm -hmm. One's the Metatrize Prize for Rising Authors. It's for a full-length book, I believe, deadline March 31st. You can find um, info on their website. And uh, same-day Valum Chapbook Award. I think they're asking for 12 to 20 pages, if I remember uh, correctly. And you can find, uh, we'll post that link as well. And there's another one. Yeah, Grain Magazine's 29th Annual Short Grain Writing Contest. I believe it's for poetry and fiction. I might also be for nonfiction. I'll put up the guidelines there. I should also mention that the Robert Croach Award, I think it may have ex uh, extended its deadline to, what day is today? Today is the, yeah, so it's, it's. I think you have until the 15th. So if you haven't sent something into the Robert Croach Award for Innovative Poetry, uh, you, should, you should definitely uh, consider sending a manuscript for that. And that's all I have uh, this time around. Great. So um, 
that that con- uh, concludes our podcast for the for the month. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening and for passing on information to other people. Don't forget to listen to some of the earlier podcasts. And I've sort of yeah. been been uh, mentioning that I noticed that our interviews have uh, less of a listenership than the other episodes. So you might want to take a listen to all our great interviews. Yeah, we have had some great interviews, and I think going forward, when I do mention them to people, I'm going to make sure I, I use some quotations to get people yeah. really to sink their teeth into it. So yeah, that's we'll a good that idea. Forward. All right, have a great month and we'll talk to you again soon. In April or maybe sooner. Small Machine Talks with Amanda Earl and A.M. Kozak. <laughs>